Hey y'all, hope you guys are having a wonderful day today. Thanks for tuning in though to this episode of King Outdoors Podcast. Here on the podcast, we have a special guest for you, the Bubble Crew. Go check them out on Instagram, it's around here by Jacob. And maybe you guys can learn something from this podcast, so stay tuned. Alright guys, like I said, thanks for tuning in with uh, Jacob from the Boova Crew. So go check him out on Instagram, and I'm just going to have him introduce himself here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, my name's Jacob. Uh, I run the Boova Crew social media, I guess you could say. Um, basically just started with me and my brothers making vlogs, as funny as that sounds. Uh, didn't realize the uh, work that that would take, and so we kind of gave up. Then uh, a few months later, picked up the camera and basically started making hunting videos. And it's all rest is history, pretty much. Uh, very cool. So what what age did you guys start that at? Man, I don't I was probably fifteen, I think, and my brother thirteen. We were just kids. Oh wow, okay. Very cool. So do you do you hunt basically whitetail or Yeah, predominantly whitetail. Uh this year I, I dabbled in bear hunting. That didn't really go as planned. Um, didn't even see one. So but yeah, pretty much deer hunting. Okay, I saw on the Instagram. Do you do fox hunting at all, or I, I I started trying that, and you know I had a couple close calls, but haven't haven't quite gotten it yet. We got a long season though, so I, I think I'll get it done. You guys sit out there with like a, a call then, like a fox. Uh, I don't have one, but an electric collar would definitely be something on my my list of things to get because that'll make all the difference. Yeah, that's that's what we do. We just you know we find a spot. Whether there's a deer stand there or not, we just sit on the ground and just call them right in. But, yeah. Yeah. So, do you uh you prefer hunting in like say say deer stands rather than uh oh hundred percent like on the ground? Yeah, I'm just like Knights of the Apex. The tree stands all the way. I don't know what it is about ground blinds. I just feel so claustrophobic and trapped in them. I just can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah, I think most bow hunters would definitely pick a deer stand over yep. anything. So, yeah, that's that's definitely definitely something. So, uh, how what's the farthest shot you would make out of a deer stand? Um, you know, I ask, your my, bow? I ask myself that all the time, um, and it pretty much depends on the confidence level. But I'd say thirty yards. I had a deer forty-five, I think, this year, and I passed it because I just didn't feel comfortable. So. 30 yards probably be the max. Yeah, that's that's right about my range too. What do you what what are you pulling on your I think you're shooting the triax. Uh VXR. Just bought it oh, this year. Yeah. I pull sixty nine right now. Um kind of a little much. I should probably back it off just to just to save my shoulder, but yeah, sixty nine is where it's at. Okay, so you what kind of sights and stuff are you running? Uh, so I run a uh, Trophy Ridge Pursuit single pin site, um, like eighty bucks works works pretty well. I have it have it sighted out to a hundred yards just because that's fun for me to shoot. And then I have a, uh, a ripcord drop away rest for that. Oh, okay, so uh, your release so is that? A, I'm pretty sure it's a true ball, ain't mm-hmm. it? I think it's the same one you have the Max Pro Four, whatever it's called. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, I'm pretty sure I watched the your video mm-hmm. on that. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, yeah. before I bought that release, yeah. so I like it. It works good. Yeah, yeah, I like that release. 
actually broke on me a couple of weeks ago. Really? So kind of what exactly? Yeah, was, what happened to so, it? So basically, I was I was just shooting, you know, like mm-hmm. normal human. And I knew I was hard on it. Like, I always just threw it around, and I lost it all the time and dropped it in the dirt. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it's whatever. But then it just it just had its tears. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens, you know. But yep. Like any, like any piece of equipment, it's going to break or do something. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what, what errors you shoot? I shoot uh, Gold Tip Hunter XTs. Um, kind of expensive, but they, they do pretty well. I used to shoot just the Gold Tip Hunters, and then this year I upgraded. So I like them so far. Got one deer with it. Okay. I think... I shot an arrow similar to that. I don't know what it's called exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that was my probably the first arrow I've ever shot. I'm yeah. only 16. You know, mm-hmm. I shot. I've been hunting bow, you know, as long as I could. So yeah, like a lot yeah. of us. Yeah, and all all I'm running is pretty sure you you used to have the same bow even. Yep, so, the mission craze. craze. Yeah, yep. exactly. That was a good bow. Yeah, it's a pretty good bow. I'd, I'd recommend it for any people getting into archery yeah. or just growing up, you know, especially if you're not really into, you know, bow hunting. Yeah. I think it's a really good bow you can grow up with, mm-hmm. you know, and as it's a affordable. wide range. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what are your thoughts on, say, scent control? Do you use that stuff? or? Uh, I use, I usually carry a bottle of uh, just spray with me, but um, I'm just big on hunting the wind. You know, it's, pretty much impossible to kill all your scents so like kind of why even bother in a sense just make sure my wind is right and choose a stand based off of that yeah i i agree with you there 100 percent. that's what we always do we always go off the wind yeah and but, i mean we use spray stuff like cut mm-hmm. dry spray crap yeah. but yeah yeah do you use like dopey or anything like that during the rut or I use some tanks and stuff, put it on a scent wick. Um, don't normally hunt over it. Just kind of put that stuff in front of the camera, trying to see what bucks are coming through. And then I use uh, Evercalm, uh, which is like that stuff on a deodorant stick, and I'll put it on my boots when I'm walking in. So that's that's pretty much it. Okay. I, uh, do, you, do you ever make box scripts? I do, yeah. I think yeah. I made I made one this year, and it was the first time I was actually I – actually, successfully made one and had a buck come in and hit it so that was kind of exciting that's really cool how do you even do that i've never i always wanted to try that yeah i've I've never done it i i watched lots of videos and all sorts of guys do it differently i just i walked up to a a tree um with branches at about six feet five six feet high and uh just scrape the dirt away and make it you know see that see the dirt make it bare there and then i'll hang up a little bit of a scent wick or something to drip on top. Okay. So you get basically just bucks on that. I come checking that yeah. out. Or... Yeah, pretty much. Um, I The only thing I got this year to hit it was a spike, but that was better than nothing. I mean, yeah, definitely better than nothing. <laughs> so uh, did you get a deer this year? Or... I did. I got two so far. I got an eight point in October, and then uh, the beginning of the month I shot a doe. So. So far, so good. Nice. Very good. Yeah, uh, I think I didn't get one gun on it, but I did get one bow on. Mm-hmm. Was it a buck so, or a doe? 
It was Buck. He was an eight punter. Okay. He had some pretty good mass on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I saw that picture. Yeah. I uh well he's my he's my first big buck. I mm-hmm. mean I've shot bucks in the past. I've yeah. shot I don't know, five now maybe. But mm-hmm. that was the biggest buck I shot. Which since it's the biggest buck I shot, I'm getting mounted. I mean it's not the biggest buck, right. but it's whatever. Right. If I shot another buck close to it, I probably won't get it mounted, but right. it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Take enough pictures. So yeah. <laughs> so what do you uh what do you do in the off season? Do you train a lot or? Uh, physically, I don't train at all. Um, I, I'm I I hate anything like that. But shooting my bow, definitely trying to con- do that consistently, and just everything with muscle memory. It's it's important to to shoot the bow, but that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I just I love shooting bow in general. Like mm-hmm. it's like a you know, it's like you could say someone who's plays xbox a lot or right exactly but not. although i do play hunter call a wild a lot so, so do i all the time <laughs> pretty fun game i love that game yeah so uh yeah basically in the off season i also just you know shoot shoot uh shoot bow and stuff but mm-hmm. how, do you know do you know how many arrows you would say you shoot a week or whoo that's a good question maybe Maybe twenty or twenty-five. I kind of just shoot once a week, but yeah, twenty twenty-five or so, something around there. Yeah, I mean that's better than nothing. I mean I know yeah. I've heard guys they only pull their bull out, you know, when season comes or something. It's like uh, I know that's I, crazy. <laughs> that's my dad, man. <laughs> yeah, pulls the bow out and you know that, that makes that all those crackly sounds that per, first time you pull it back makes it yeah, makes exactly. it real confident. <laughs> Yeah, that's just sure. So, uh, do you use like you know grunt calls or rattles or anything like that? I carry uh, a grunt call um, and uh, one of those small rattle bags. Um, not honestly, not super successful. I have been able to call a buck in after I see one. Like I had one this year come in uh, right next to me and walked away and I was able to kind of just grunt them right back in. So that was cool, but I've never like, I've never, it's never been like TV where I, I grunt a couple times and you know, 160 inch buck comes running in, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. You, what, what time of the year do you use those? Uh, the rut pretty much. I've tried early rut and you know, it's, it's hit or miss. Yeah. I think it's definitely hit or miss. Oh. Me, I'm not one for, you know, calling and rattling, but mm-hmm. I mean, I do once in a while, you know, and usually I only do it during the peak of the rut. Yeah. But otherwise I don't, I don't bother taking it with. Yeah. I feel it. it's just more important to kind of know the area you're hunting and, you know, hunt deer trails or food sources, something like that. Cause grunt and rattling, yeah. it's, it's the percentage of you being successful at that point. It, it's pretty slim. Yeah, exactly. So for you, actually, speaking of that, where do you, do you, do you hunt over? I don't know how to, wait, where are you from exactly? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. So can you bait in Pennsylvania? We can. Yeah, I think so. I'm not a hundred percent. I don't really like the idea of baiting. I feel like it's kind of cheating, but I'll hunt over cornfields if I can. Um, pretty much normally it's just timber hunting. Oh, okay. But would you, would you prefer fields if you could? Uh, with a gun, yeah. But bow, I like to stick to the woods. 
Ah, uh, yeah, I see. <laughs> I feel if I it sucks when you see that big one, uh, yeah. you can't see it. I feel like yeah, if you're in a field and it's those deer are just way out, it's just hard. Yeah. So, uh, you uh, actually led to the apex in the last episode. Asked me, you always you asked me if people or if I always bring binoculars out the stand. Mm-hmm. Which I do, but I also bring a rangefinder. You bring rangefinder yep. or anything like that? I bring yeah. both, um, especially with archery. If I don't have a rangefinder, I, I feel naked almost. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm terrible at judging distance, and if I didn't have a rangefinder, I'd probably really screw it up if I actually shot at an animal. Yeah. And when, and when it comes to binoculars, yeah. it just makes it so much more fun because, you know, you can look, you can see see stuff you never even knew were there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But uh, would you would you would you sit in like a what kind of stand? Like, would it be just like a? Some people have you know box blinds mm-hmm. up in here. Which uh, me personally, I mean, I would sit in it for gun, obviously, but bow, I would never whatsoever sit in one of those stands. Yeah. I mean, these big redneck blinds. Mm-hmm. They can open up and you can shoot a bow out of them. I've seen it done plenty of times, but I would still never want to do that. Right. Having to open windows and stuff does not seem like it's very convenient. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, uh, yeah, most of the time I try to stand the most mm-hmm. I can when I'm in the woods. Yeah. You know, I get out there, stand till last light or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I like, uh, lock on stands. Like, Pretty much I hunt lock-on and, and ladder stands, but lock-on I feel are just better for bow hunting because you don't have a huge platform and you just have a, a quick flip-up seat. And especially if, if you if you have an animal coming in, it's nice. You can quickly stand up without the whole stand rattling or something. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, speaking of what's it called? Uh, stands. What kind of... What- do you know what brand your stands? I, I have Big Game. That's the one I, I have a couple of those because they were more affordable, I guess you could say. Yeah. I, I was thinking about, I was looking at those those wolf hangout yeah. stands. Those are pretty nice. nice. Pretty expensive, though. Yeah. Aren't they like 250 <laughs> or something? Yeah, something like that. My brother-in-law has one mm-hmm. of those. Pretty nice. But it's definitely scary, though. I don't know. Those Some of those freaking scare me. Yeah. Friggin'. I, uh, me personally, if I got one of those, I'd want to have like a harness. Yeah, on or I always wear a harness. Oh, yeah, exactly. Got to be safe. Mm-hmm. It's not worth dying over. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, how is it? Is there a lot of people that hunt in Pennsylvania? Is it yes. like, say, do you hunt on more private land? I hunt all private land. And which, you know, it's a blessing because I mean, in PA, especially in, in gun season, and I know it's like a lot, of, a lot of States, you know, gun season, you just have, it's like hundreds of hunters everywhere. You, if you were to hunt public land, all you'd probably see is orange. So, so yeah, mainly, mainly private land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's what we usually do too. You know, I will go on public land and I do usually, you know, know anywhere between one to five times a year mm-hmm. maybe more than that but uh we don't like 
here in Wisconsin, there's there's a lot of hunters, but you know, it's not like gun season. I've gone in the woods in gun season. There's literally people everywhere. Yeah. Like I've set up on like this tree, and you know, it was like dark. As soon as it got light, there's a blind standing there, fifty yards away, and it's like, what in the uh-huh. heck? And yeah, it's so much deer hunting pressure. It's it's like not even not Same. even worth it. Yeah, honestly. So do you speak going back to uh, shooting? Do you uh, what do you, do you practice any weird positions when it comes to practice? Uh, I practice sitting every now and again. Um, I I should practice more positions than I should, but yeah, I pretty much stand most of the time, but I should practice sitting. Yeah, that's that's what I do. I mean, I don't really do a lot sitting. I mean, once in a while, I, I shoot one off of my knee just because, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know and then I also, you know, let them fling. I know Knights of the Apex does. Mm-hmm. You send them way down there. Yep. That improves your, your group and archery skills mm-hmm. overall closer. So. Yeah, and I think that's more fun shooting long range. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. When, a lot of fun when you can see the yeah. arrow falling down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these bows though, it's gonna be pretty hard to do that even. Yeah, shoot so fast. Mm-hmm. You know what your bow's pumping out? Or I don't. I'd love to get it chronographed, but I yeah, I have no idea. All I know is it's faster than my last one. So <laughs> yeah. What's the last one? Yet? The craze, yeah. Oh, the craze. Okay, I thought you had, I thought you had triax no. or something. Oh, that's very yeah. cool. Well, do you do any, uh, do any scouting during the summer at all? Or is it all just, you know, it's it's all all trail cameras for me. Um, it's, I, I guess it's a lot like Wisconsin, a lot of timber and some fields. So just trail cameras does the job. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh what kind of trail cameras do you use? I have wild game. They're kind of cheap. So the, the the camera quality, the picture quality is not the greatest. Um it's definitely something I want to upgrade. Get more of a you know, a browning. They make a nice one, but you know, they do the job for now. Yeah, I like I like Moultrie. Mm-hmm. Moultrie makes some some really good cameras, and was my uh, uncle had. I don't. I don't want to say I don't like stealth cams, but at least the one my uncle owned it was that thing was the worst camera I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my entire life. That thing took the worst pictures. Man, like at night, <laughs> I tell you, at night it gets a picture of a buck, but like you can tell it's antlers, but like. Can't can't see anything. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just yeah. uh but I mean I do I do have a, a wild game, I think too, and it doesn't take it takes better pictures than that thing did. Like that thing sucked, mm-hmm. man. But uh yeah, Moultrie's definitely the clearest I've ever seen and my brother in law actually he got a can't think of the tech cam, I think mm-hmm. it's called. But they like it's like Salisers, yeah. which is pretty neat. I don't personally own one of those, but that would, that would be pretty cool to to see. I know I, he was with me one time, and I saw his phone go off. Oh man, that's mm-hmm. sick! Yeah, I, I 
those cell those uh, cellular ones would definitely be cool to have. It's just they they do cost a lot of money. Yeah, definitely do. Do you do like deer drives at all? I have never done one. I know a lot of people who have. Um, around where I'm at, there's a the parcels of land. They're not huge, so like you could walk a hundred yards and you'll be on your neighbor's property. So if you were to drive, you know, you probably drive in the next county over because your chances of getting them at that point is it's it's, it's kind of slim. Uh, okay, how many how many does and bucks are you allowed? To use? Uh, we're allowed one buck a year, and then uh, we can apply for doe tags for different units. And I think there's like fifty some units. Um, there's uh, deadlines for applying for those tags, and then after a certain date, you can, I guess, go to some place and and buy more if you can. But it's it's not a whole lot. We don't have multiple buck tags, which is definitely a bummer. But you live with it. Yeah. So wait, you have you have one buck yep. tag. Does does that mean you have like one buck tag for your bow, no. and one buck tag for your no? Gun, it's just it's just one. one. That's it. So really, so if you get one with a bow, you can't shoot. Yep, with the gun. that's it. And like this year, I shot my buck early October, so I'm hunting the rest of the rut with no buck tag, which is kind of disappointing, but. At least, at least I got yeah. one. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, that's something, something different. See, my grandpa he lives out in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. There, basically, they get they get two buck tags, and they can they can basically shoot one. They can shoot two with a bow, two with muzzleloader, or two wow. with a gun, but. But they can only right. shoot two. So, you know, so like here in Wisconsin, you can only shoot, well, you can shoot two bucks, but one has to be with gun and one has okay. to be with bow. So you can't use like two for bow Our, or two for gun. Yeah, correct. Which is pretty neat. I would definitely yeah. want that. Yeah, so, I mean, that's one of those things, though, too. It's like, what do you do for the rest of the year? Like, yeah. fuck? It's like, well, that's why I started fox hunting, because yeah. I got nothing else to shoot. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I shot mine on it was Halloween mm-hmm. night, not mistaken. And that thing, actually, I didn't find find that thing till next oh. morning. I was surprised that thing ran as far as it did. Like, I don't know if you heard me talking about it in my last podcast, but a thing came literally right underneath my stand. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to aim. I actually aimed mm-hmm. underneath him, and it shot yeah. high on him. I was like, oh, goodness. But it shot high on him, but it came out really low on the yeah. other side, so you can imagine how much of a mm-hmm. steep angle So did you hit any long or anything? I was, yeah, I did okay. get long. I did, did get long. That's why he fell over, but I was surprised on how far mm-hmm. he run. Or how yeah. far he ran, because just because he ran that far with the logs, mm-hmm. like that's pretty yeah. crazy. Those some of those buck, they're just fighting. I was starting to, I was starting to lose hope. Yeah, freaking! I don't know how they do that. I know if I got an arrow through the freaking chest, I'd fall over and give up. I'd probably just, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Those animals are tough, tough out there, especially. I I don't know how how it is by you, but. Here in the winter, 
deer die mm-hmm. all the time. Do you have like EHD? Cold or EHD like disease. Like, like we have like okay, CWD. Yeah, we have but I know EHD was like one, yeah. at least in Iowa, that was pretty bad. So I don't know how far that spread. Really? I don't know if that got in Wisconsin or not. can't tell you that. But I don't know if CWD yeah. is. Well, here in Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure you can still be in some counties where we hunt and okay. can't be at all. But basically, they canceled that because yeah. of the CWD. So what are your rules? With CWD, are you allowed to like take the carcass out of the county or anything? Yeah, so basically, if you say, I mean, I don't, we don't donate deer a lot, but if we ever did, you know, you have Mm -hmm. to get it tested. Otherwise, you don't really have to get it tested. It don't really, they don't make any rules really about it. Yeah. Because here we can't take so, yeah. the, any of the, the spinal cord or brain matter out of the county. We can shoot the deer and completely debone it and take the meat. But if you get caught moving a full carcass, you're you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? At least fined. That's interesting. Is there any uh, blue tongue disease? Not that I know of. I think the only two that really affect are CWD and tuberculosis. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. How much how much snow do you guys get there? You guys get well it depends. Last year we got not even an inch and this year we've got like six or seven so far, so it really depends on the year. We're not where I'm at, we're not far enough north where we're like guaranteed snow. But but we do enjoy oh, it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves to track a deer. It's sure. a little easier then. Exactly. Especially, you know, where we yeah. hunt, it's like, it's all wet yeah. and marsh, and, and it's like, you can't even find the blood because it's exactly. all in the water. And it's like, oh. But also, what's nice on our property is, so basically, there's like a marsh, we call it like the mm-hmm. North Marsh. That that place is gets so wet. Like, okay, we went out there to mow the marsh probably know, a couple weeks before season. You know, we were mowing in, it was completely dry, like it was dry to the bone. I was like, Oh wow, we're gonna have a dry season this year. Usually it's yep. always soaking wet. You know, a couple of rains later it's like a whole lake out there. So you know. And then all season you can hear every time you say you can hear deer. You can mm-hmm. just see them walking. Which is which is crazy. Yeah. You can just hear them, and you can hear them from miles away. Well, not miles, but you can hear them. Yeah. And get ready. So, that's which nice. Is pretty nice. But that's that's another thing is uh when it freezes, the noise of so you get in the stand yeah. is so loud. I know. I mean, I, it can be a good thing too if you have that that freeze that frost because you can hear the deer coming from a mile away. Yeah. How how early do you get uh, in the morning? Like in the morning. Uh it's yeah. probably depends on the time of the year, but if it's if it's the rut it's like six, six o'clock and it gets light by six thirty, six forty five. Oh, okay. So you how long do you sit in the afternoon? Um, 
three hours, three to four hours. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. about what we do. You know, I haven't done it yet, but during the rut, I've always wanted to sit all day just because yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, you hear stories but, about bucks moving in the middle of the day. Be curious. Interesting to see yeah. how true that is. Yeah, exactly. You know, I I just one of my greatest counters this year. I saw it's actually I couldn't shoot neither one of them because it was after mm -hmm. I shot my book. But one of them was bigger than the one I shot. The other one was a little bit smaller than the one I did shot or did shoot in. It was, it was interesting because I was out there going to fight, and I was like, oh, this is cool because I never had a mm -hmm. deer fight in front of me before. And they were, you know, like they were staring at each other and like doing this weird circles. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But then, then they never, oh, man. never fought. So. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, the bigger one chased him off, which is pretty neat. But then, well, Actually, there's three bucks there. I saw him. the right. Well, we call him Righty because he's like a he's a mm -hmm. year and a half year old, and he's just probably the dumbest deer I've ever seen. Like he, I'm surprised he's not dead. But he, uh, he just runs like right mm -hmm. next to you all the time. It's there's crazy. always one that's got to be dumb. I saw him. Yeah. I saw that guy so many times during the season. Actually, this year was really cool for me in general just because I had deer bed like right really? underneath my stand too. Like I've never had deer bed down. Like I've never seen a deer bed down mm -hmm. like while I'm in the stand, which is yeah. just crazy. And actually, the buck I was going to shoot during gun season because then I had another mm -hmm. tag available. I I was thinking about shooting him, but I actually let him go. He he's one of the ones that bent down yeah. in front of me, so I had all the time in the world to think about shooting yeah. him. But mm -hmm. I let him go. Let him grow another year. So how long is your gun season? But so our gun season only lasts mm -hmm. a week, but the following week we have okay. muzzleloader season. And what when? So, but then after that. All the way up to like mm -hmm. Christmas, like now, we have doe hunts. You know, you can hunt does, but you can't yeah. really shoot bucks. So, do you, do you have like a late season, so, like in January at all? Not really. I mean, we have okay. So our bow season goes all the way from Septemberish to mm -hmm. January. January third, mm -hmm. I think, ends this year. So that's that's our longest season, but you know during uh during gun season you know you can still go out with the bow you just have to have you know, yeah yeah it's the same here like most states yeah so but other than that I I mean we go coyote hunting usually here in January and mm -hmm. like it's colder out we always go coyote hunting mm -hmm. which is so fun I love coyote hunting. I personally never shot a coyote, but yeah. I've been there when other people shot coyotes. I, I almost had a coyote last year, yes. but my dad was sitting like 200 yards from me, and he saw the same coyote in gun season, so he cracked a shot off before I could, but he missed and scared it away, but at least I saw one. 
Yeah, I mean, I've had some weird encounters with coyotes. I mean, so opening day of gun season, we sit all day just because, well, people yeah. are getting mm-hmm. in and out of the deer stand. You know, there's so much deer pressure that deer are right. just running everywhere all day. So we sit out there all day. And uh, actually, when I was telling you about that public land spot, I was actually sitting on the edge of our property. And I saw that guy 50 yards in a blind. And because our, our property mm-hmm. butts up to the public. That, that's kind of nice. And there's just, yeah, it's just crazy. And I was sitting in the same spot a couple years ago, and this coyote became what, like 10 yards from me? Wow. And, and it stopped, which is weird because usually when you see a coyote, they're, mm-hmm. you know, you barely have time mm-hmm. to get a scope on them. They're fast, you know. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I was using this this old gun as a 308. I brought it up on him, and I pulled the trigger, and <laughs> the gun just one click. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, that really made me mad because, you know, that would have mm-hmm. been, been pretty neat. Yeah. And I knew I would have got him, but, you know. Then little do I know, the, so this was a – I can't think of the model, but it was a – semi-automatic right so the bolts or whatever wasn't pushed all the way forward so mm-hmm. that's why the gun just went click but so after that i went back to the house and got a different gun i was like ah, i don't trust myself using this anymore so i grabbed uh, i think it was 30 out six went back out there and uh shortly later these guys crossed the river or whatever mm-hmm. they driving some deer in this Definitely would have been the biggest buck of my life. Again, ran out about I don't know, fifteen yards, and I was, you know, I was sitting there with my gun down, not thinking. And, oh no, there's a uh, buck in front of you. Took a pop at him, but yeah, it's like, well, see, this is the rookie mistake here. I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, here comes a couple of doe. Mm-hmm. These guys must be driving across over there, so. Uh, I was like, oh, there's a couple of dough, you know, and then some more dough pop out, and then the spike pops out, and then a smaller buck pops out, and then he pops out. I'm like, oh, geez. And like, oh, it's like, mm-hmm. I definitely and this was all really close to you. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, it was all super close. Man, never going to make That's that mistake. Yeah. Never, really, never forget kicking yourself for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Other than that, I mean, my my dad shot a coyote this year, and he uh, that was pretty far shot. Took a pretty good pop at it, and that coyote was the weirdest looking coyote. We uh we shot it, and we went to where we shot it. He didn't drop right there, you know. So we went to where he shot it, and there's just like it looked like someone had a bucket of red paint and what, just what splattered it everywhere. Like there was blood. He was oh, using yeah. the thirty out six. Mm-hmm. Well, he was deer hunting, but he saw yeah. It. A few years but, uh, ago, a few like, years oh, ago, geez. my uncle shot a coyote with but, a thirty out six, and he, he just aimed center mass and put the biggest hole in an animal I've ever seen. And this coyote stayed alive for hours. He shot it in the morning, came back, told us he shot this coyote. Went back that night and it was finally dead. But he said this this hole was like probably the size of a baseball or something, which will happen when you put a thirty out six in one. 
Yeah. <laughs> and what was weird about that coyote is we walk up to it and we thought it was a fox. We're like, oh, shoot. We, like, you can shoot fox here, but we we don't really really care yeah. about foxes as much as coyotes. So we, we were like, oh, shoot, it was just a fox. But then we walked to mm-hmm. it and it, was, it turns out it was a coyote. Like he said in the beginning, but it was just, it was just mm-hmm. really pretty coyote. It's red cool. and weird, but yeah. you, you could definitely tell it was coyote. But yeah, so uh, you uh, you hunt coyotes, like I guess you hunt fox. I guess yeah, where thing. I'm at, like we get a coyote here maybe once every few years, but then you just drive two hours west and they're everywhere so at least when i'm when i'm at our at, at our cabin at gun season i'll if i see one i'll shoot one but yeah i don't specifically go coyote hunting just because they're not around here uh, okay yeah so does that those like considered like a, like a yeah, pest can hunt year, can you hunt them year yep. round or yeah, that's the same here in Wisconsin. Actually, I think this or next year uh, they're having Wisconsin's really? first There's wolf, wolf hunt. I, I think. Yeah, they uh, actually they were endangered. Yeah. They're on the endangered list for yeah. well, quite I knew a that long they time were like all they, over uh, the U.S. at one point, but I didn't know they were in the lower forty-eight. That's kind yeah. Of cool. And well, actually, DNR here mm-hmm. uh, released them. Actually, I live near close to a what's it called? I don't know what it's called, but mm-hmm. it's like the DNR owns it, and you now they introduce these these things, and now they're all over the place again. And they're like, oh, to be honest, I don't really agree with it. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess it would help keep down the yeah. deer population from. But I mean, walk into your deer stand, you Ridiculous, gotta be looking but... over your shoulder, making sure there's not a wolf stalking you. Yeah, and my my cousin this year, he told me he was sitting in ground blind and he saw <laughs> eighteen wolves pop out. Like, wow, jeez, like I would be so scared. Those <laughs> things are huge. Yeah, big I dogs. Bet. But that would be scary. Very scary. Yeah. Well, and they're not like a coyote. They're not going to turn and run the other way. No, they would, mm-hmm. they definitely take someone down. No, but who knows? I guess that would that'd be pretty fun to try that out. I don't know how it works exactly, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I just heard the news that there's supposed to be mm-hmm. the rumor is anyway. Is that going to be like a tag that you can just go and, and get, I or mean, is that like some sort of special draw? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Actually, that's one of those things. It's like, who knows? Mm, it's yep. like one in the lottery, you know? <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, yeah, we have elk here in Wisconsin too now, which is pretty interesting. So we never yeah. really had a lot of elk or anyways. But then we uh, reintroduced them. And actually where I hunt, they were really somewhere else pretty far away. But then by where we hunt on our farm. Some guy had a trail camera of mm-hmm. elk picture. I'm like, well, geez, these guys have <laughs> migrated all the way from over there. I'm yeah. Like, oh, geez. But, yeah, and those, good luck mm-hmm. getting one of those because they yeah, only give out the 10. Same here. But get this, five of them, 
five of them go to uh, mm-hmm. like Indians, you know, and then two go to something yeah. else, and like three. Yeah, go that's to like the same here. Just, you know? We have them up up uh, in northern PA, and it's the lottery, I guess it is. But it's like uh, five bulls and ten cows, I guess, and that's it. Really difficult to to get it. Yeah, some things are very interesting. I mean, here in Wisconsin, you have to mm-hmm. apply for a bear tag. No, we don't um, have to apply. You have to do that just get over one. there. Yeah. Yep. Oh, really? So this is the first one I got one. Oh, that's, that's nice. You, you pay for those, nope. I take it, right? I don't know. You don't pay for bear either, really. I guess, I guess you could, but Interesting. we don't really have enough really make it worth it. I just bought it just in case I saw one passing through. Uh, okay. Yeah, here in Wisconsin, it's like uh, you get basically these points, and when you have a certain amount of points, mm-hmm. you know, your chances are higher. It's like airline miles. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you, yeah. It's turkey hunting here in Wisconsin. You can, you can basically get one. Mm-hmm. No matter what, but uh, it's just you have to apply okay. for different seasons. So usually people try to get the first to second season. Mm-hmm. So that's usually the best for turkeys. But which we usually do get, yeah, like the first or second. So when season, is that season? Which is, is nice. that like spring or is fall? But so that yeah, it's in the spring. Well, we have a fall mm-hmm. fall turkey season too. Me personally, I don't go fall turkey hunting. Uh, I probably would. I probably should actually buy turkey, mm-hmm. just a turkey uh, license for the fall, anyways, just because. Yeah. You know, if I see one at the deer stand. But uh, how does that work? By you guys, can you just buy yeah? So it, like every year, you have to buy your your regular license, and that comes with your buck tag, a fall tag, fall turkey tag, and a spring turkey tag. So that's like your bare minimum. So you all, you always get your two turkey tags, but that's it. So yep. you only get two turkey tags, right? You get yep. one for your spring and one for fall. Okay, so here in Wisconsin, you can I think you can shoot okay. a lot during the fall, and you can shoot you can only shoot you can only yeah, shoot times during the spring, but. Yeah, but you can you can buy after all the seasons are over and people are done applying. Mm-hmm. If there's leftover tags, you can buy. Yeah. You can just buy them with combo picture. But usually by then, you know, mm-hmm. they're not really gobbling as much. So, so you, you turn count yourself. Then I take it. I've always had always had the license because it always oh, really? our, our tags always come with turkey tags. Um, but never tried it. I'd like to though. Yep, I've heard it's very you should, fun. You should try it. It's really fun. Always loved, always loved it. And I mean, me personally, never got a turkey, but I've had a lot of encounters. Uh, but like, uh, let's see, a couple of years ago, even I was, you know, smaller little boy, and I was aiming for this. This time it came mm-hmm. out, and I was, you know, just looking at him. And, all of a sudden, he just turns and runs mm-hmm. away. And turns out he's closer, close enough to shoot. 
because I know with the shotgun, yeah. you know, you're not supposed to shoot far. My dad mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, you could have shot that." Which I got. But it's it's whatever. Yep. Who knows? Maybe this year will be my year. If I was turkey hunting, but, I would want to try with a bow. Yeah. Because I feel I, like that would just be really cool to get a turkey with your bow. Yeah, that, that that's one of the things though. If with turkeys, yeah. they mm-hmm. they have like amazing. You felt deer were good. So I've always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to get one with a, a bow, but I mean, yeah. during the fall when you see one, you know, I feel like I, mm-hmm. they, yep. my chances with the bow would be better, but you know, but otherwise we always go out with shotguns, but yeah, yeah I highly I recommend it. it. It's really fun. Really fun. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Just gotta get some calling in and get a decoy. Actually, most mm-hmm. of the time we don't. Use Do you hunt like fields or timber? So basically, mm-hmm. turkeys roosting trees, right? So uh, we uh, go out either sometimes the night before, and we uh, you mm-hmm. know gobble once or twice to see where they're roosting. Because usually yeah. the toms they gobble before they uh, roost for the night, and uh, basically we go out there sometimes in the morning even before it gets light. Mm-hmm. You can hear the turkeys gobbling all over the place. It's crazy. They're so loud, and it's like, oh man. But that's one of those things where you gotta you gotta be still yep. though as soon as they can see because yeah. they. And I they guess that would be the one eyesight. one time I would hunt in a blind would be turkey hunting maybe. Yeah, turkey hunting. We usually mm-hmm. sit on the ground. Even we don't even use a blind. So I mean, sometimes when we know. There's going to be turkeys yeah. there. We sometimes sit up and if we sit longer, but otherwise we, you know, we're driving around, uh, kind of like elk hunting, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're gobbling on the roads and looking and hearing. Yeah, that's kind of what we do. You know, we address the situation, you know, you know, go to a certain spot yeah. and set up and just sit there and call. You know, we don't have much time to set up a blind right away. Yeah. And everything like that. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty fun. I'm looking forward to that this year. All right, but we're going to wrap it up here. I just want to say thanks so yeah, much no for being here on the podcast. So, yeah, go go check them yeah, out, guys. The the, the, is it the Buva or the Bubba? Buva, okay. So I think in my intro, I said the <laughs> no Bubba. Problem. So that's my People fault. I've said that before, too. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, guys, go check them out. I had a fun time with them talking to them. You know, learn some different things about Pennsylvania. Yep. But, thanks for having me. All right. It's been real, man. All right. Hey, dudes. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of King Outdoors Podcast. Be sure to go follow the Booba crew or Bubba. Oh, I already forgot. Jeez. Okay. But go check him out on Instagram. He's a very cool dude. Enjoy talking to him, and hopefully, I can have him on here again. So, have a good one. Peace.